The scripture comes from John chapter 20, verse 30 and 31. And it reads, Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book. But these things are written so that you may come to believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that through believing you may have life in Jesus' name. Again, verse 31. These things are written so that you may come to believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that through believing you may have life in Jesus' name. What a beautiful ending to the Gospel of John. Except it's not the ending. And remember, this is before, when it was written and there weren't these divisions and chapters and verses. We get this beautiful proclamation that through believing that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, we may have life. It goes straight into a fishing story. And we have, after these things, verse, 20, uh, verse 1... After these things, Jesus showed himself again to the disciples by the Sea of Tiberias. He showed himself in this way. Gathered there together were Simon Peter, Thomas, called the twin, who we call today Doubting Thomas, Nathaniel of Cana in Galilee, the sons of Zebedee, who are the brothers James and John, and two other disciples. We have seven of the remaining 11 disciples going fishing. Verse 3, Simon Peter said to them, I am going fishing. They said to him, we'll go with you. They went out, got on the boat, but that night they caught nothing. Instead of these things are written so that you may come believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that through believing you may have life in Jesus' name, we get a fishing story. We get Peter who had witnessed the miracles that we read about. We have Peter who saw the man incarnate. We have Peter who had witnessed Jesus resurrected twice. We have Peter that if he could have run just a little faster would have been the first disciple to the tomb. But he was the first one to go in and see the empty tomb. The world is in turmoil. And Peter says... I'm going fishing. Hangs a gone fishing sign on the door. And the disciples say, we're going with you. Now we know the saying, give a man a fish and he will eat for a day. Teach a man to fish and he will skip work and go fishing with his buddies. <laughs> and that is exactly what Peter does. gives up his divine calling of fishing for people to go fishing for fish. Hangs a gone fishing sign on the door and goes back to his old ways. Makes me want to ask, Peter, what were you thinking? At such a time of this, to hang a gone fishing sign on the door and abandon your calling? Abandon your people and take six of the remaining 11, six of the disciples with you? What are you thinking? 
But I don't think that's the question. I think the question is, Peter, what were you feeling? Because as we know, sometimes what we're feeling makes us act without thinking. And I think that's what was going on with Peter. What he was feeling overwhelmed him to the capacity to be thinking about his actions. And what Peter was feeling, I believe, is disappointment. He was feeling disappointed. Dictionary says disappointed means to be sad or displeased because someone or something has failed to fulfill your hopes or expectations. Disappointed, discouraged, disenchanted, dismayed. In discontent, Peter says, I am going fishing. And the disciple says, we're going with you. I think Peter was disappointed in his people. Disappointed in his leaders. In so many of the, the, the Bible films out there, the Jesus movies, it seems like the disciples are, always just have the most serious look on their face. All the time, except on that Palm Sunday scene that we celebrated yesterday. It's almost as if you see the disciples walking in with a triumphant victory. The palms are waving, and they're like almost just giving five to people as they're walking into the town, and people are celebrating, Hosanna, blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. So their expectations is, this is what we have been waiting for. But then that Thursday and that Friday, the tune changes. And you can imagine how disappointed Peter and the disciples were in their people. Disappointed in their leaders. You know, we hear about upset elections but the greatest upset election in history, I still believe, is from the notorious prison, when the notorious prisoner Barabbas beat the Messiah and the Son of God in an election to who will go free. Have you ever been disappointed in your people? Have you ever been disappointed in your leaders? It can make you want to hang a gone fishing sign up on the door and check out. I also think Peter was disappointed in himself. He had told Jesus, I will lay down my life for you. And Jesus says to him, you're going to deny me three times, Peter. And Peter's like, nah. But sure enough, Have you ever been disappointed in yourself? It can make you want to hang a gone fishing sign up on the door. I saw it all the time as pastor. People would disappear from the church for a season. I'd reach out to them. Sometimes they'd answer. Sometimes they wouldn't. Sometimes they'd come back and I'd ask what happened. I'd say, Pastor, I have not been well. Do not feel worthy to be in the church. 
did not feel worthy to come to communion. Or, or maybe they were afraid of how the church people might treat them after their fall might have been known by the congregation. Have you ever felt disappointed by your church? It can make you want to hang a gone fishing sign on the door. I also think Peter was disappointed in God. This is not what he signed up for. We saw it when Jesus told him, this is what's going to happen. I'm going to go to Jerusalem. They're going to arrest me. They're going to kill me. And Peter says, no, 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 no. And Jesus says, get behind me, Satan. And sure enough, that's what happened. Have you ever felt disappointed in God? That too can make you want to hang a gone fishing sign on the door. As Stan mentioned, since July 1st, I have been the director of church development for the North Texas Conference. Charged with starting new churches and vitalizing churches. I've had great conversations with pastors. I've been in over 90 of our churches so far in these eight months. But I'm charged with doing this work in a season where more and more people are putting a gone fishing sign on their church attendance. Fewer and fewer people are wanting to go to church. We are in a church in a denomination that is in conflict. We are a denomination that are disappointing people on the left, disappointing people on the right. People in the center are feeling disappointed. Pastors are disappointed in their bishops. Bishops disappointed in their pastors. People disappointed in their pastors. Pastors disappointed in their people. Living in a church that is going through a season of a lot of disappointments all around. And people are hanging the gone fishing sign up on the church. When the bishop approached me about this, it was in February of 2017. Those of you who know Christ Foundry know it's, a, it's an immigrant church where many in our congregation were, were unauthorized immigrants. And they were living in great fear. And I asked the bishop, I said, Bishop, are you sure this is the time for me to leave Christ Foundry to go off and try to start new churches? And it's how it is so often how God speaks through people. The bishop says to me, Owen, can you think of a more important time when we need to be starting churches? That was the answer I needed. Because it is not time for the church to hang up a gone fishing sign on the world. It is time for us to engage. Why do we not check out? Why do we not put that gone fishing sign up on the door? Because of what we read and what we have come to believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that through believing we may have life in Jesus' name. Now we know this is a life that is not free of disappointments, but it is an everlasting life. 
We know it is a, a life that's not free of mistakes. But it is a life where we can receive forgiveness when we disappoint ourselves. It's not a life free of hurts. But it is a life where we have a God that helps us forgive others when they disappoint us. And it is a life with a God who understands what it's like to be disappointed. Who knows what it's like to hang on a cross and in his own words say, My God, my God, why have you disappointed me? It is also a life with a God who works in all things. A God who works in all things, even our disappointments. A God who works in all things for good for those who love him and has been called into his purpose. It's not a time for us to hang up a gone fishing sign. It's time for us to live that life and to share that life with others. Again, not a life that's free of disappointment. But it is a life full of joy and full of abundance. And that when we check out, we have a God who comes to the shore, makes breakfast for us, and actually turns that gone fishing sign over. And you know what it says on the other side of that sign? It says, go fishing. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.